0: On today's Friday Fire, we ask you a hard question of, is it hard or is it just inconvenient? Are the things that you are telling yourself are hard and in turn you aren't doing them actually really that hard? Or does it mean that you have to move your schedule around a little bit? Does it mean that you got to do something that you don't really want to do or makes you a little uncomfortable? Because that can be the big question standing in your way of the progress.
1: Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning.
0: you never know when it is over, over. All that I know is... Happy Friday, everyone. You are back with the food code. And we are... I am on my... I am in Branson. Missouri, on your trip. On my trip. On your slash family vacation. <laughs> on our family vacation. Um... Hopefully, I survived the car ride yesterday. (laughs) It's just ten hours is like a really long time Uh with two small children.
1: Yeah, so we only had—I mean, Marcus obviously still—but just him. We had to drive from Phoenix all the way back to, sorry, from Sedona all the way back to Phoenix, and then do the whole flying thing and delay and delay and delay. I remember you guys had that. I'm coming home from one of your trips Fort too. Long. Where you're yeah, just Fort
0: Myers. It was miserable. Yeah. Worst travel trip ever. I, I like told Nick after I talked to you, I was like, "Why?
1: Why does travel suck so bad?" Still, well, here's <sighs> the weird thing. Like, I don't know if you ever have just like gut instincts. I knew for some reason that we we're gonna freaking get delayed. I was like, "This is like too perfect that everybody." Because um, the other family that was leaving, they got delayed and they were flying a different airline. Uh, but it was like more for us just like frustrating because it just kept getting pushed and there was no airplane there. So they, we didn't know what was going on. And the guy kept saying, well, like the airplane is coming. And I was like, well, like, are they delayed? Like (laughs) they have a maintenance issue. Did their flight get canceled? So they had to find a whole new plane for us. But the only like saving grace was there was a backup flight a little bit later just after we left. And the next day he's like, we have a lot of open seats if you guys need to get, but I was just more like. I would have rather stayed at the resort and swam right. and like relaxed instead of sitting here for four and a half hours, getting yeah. home at two o'clock in the morning. It was like, yeah, it's the worst tight. part. So, But,
0: but yeah. So if you are new here, I am Becca. I'm a little nasally because I decided to have a few drinks Saturday night for the first time in like four months and woke up sick because my body hates me and hates when I drink alcohol. So, you know, <laughs> I had an amazing time. I don't regret it at all. I actually talked a little bit about this on my Instagram stories the other day, but I was like, the day after, it was one of those moments where I was really truly thinking, I do not regret it. Like, Nick and I had so much fun. Yeah. I was, you know, it, was, it had been a long day. We hadn't had a date night in like months. And it was just so much fun. And I have zero regrets about it. Normally, even if I had had fun, I would have woken up and been mad at myself and like, you know, why did I do that? And it, it would have ruined it all. Yeah. And so I really tried to shift my perspective on it. Um, I very rarely drink. Um, maybe once every like 3 to 6 months, uh more than one drink. Uh and so, but yeah, I woke up sick. So I'm I'm congested. Um it's awesome. Uh but yeah, I am Becca with Liz. We are functional practitioners. We are hosts, co-hosts of The Food Code and on Fridays, if this is the first time listening, buckle up, buttercup. We are going to spit some fire because yep. that's what we do on Fridays. We talk tough love. We talk about the things
1: that you don't want to hear, but need to hear. Yeah. I mean, today's topic, I think, is something I was chatting with uh somebody about last week specifically. Um, you know, talking about he, it's gonna require effort. You're going to have to make changes in your life, make changes in your routine, and prioritize things differently if you expect to see change. So yeah, it's inconvenient to go to the grocery store sometimes because that's not what you want to be doing, right? You'd rather be doing other things. Yesterday we were at the grocery store at 6 p.m. after swimming lessons and everything with Marcus. That's not where I wanted to be. I wanted to relax on the couch and, you know, chill. But at the same token, I have things that, I mean, get back into routine, get back on track. Like, it's not hard. It's just inconvenient. And I think a lot of people will classify these together to say, like, it was just too hard. Yep. Well, it's more the way that you're thinking about it. It's a pain in the butt for you right now. And so you're classifying that as hard. And so, you know, what we want to challenge you guys with today is that there are really hard situations that people go through and then there's really just inconvenient situations like being delayed on a flight that's inconvenient right it wasn't hard i'm not at you know risk of not making it home or we would have figured it out right things will um come together how it's supposed to be but it's all about you and your mindset and your mentality and i think most people, they just want it to be easy, right? They just want the answer key given to them yep. anymore. They don't want to have to put in the effort. Like, well, going to the gym is hard. Yep. It is it is because you're going to be doing hard things there. You're going to be challenging your body in different ways. You're going to be waking up or, you know, sacrificing other things that you want to be doing to make the time to go to the gym, but it's not really hard to do that. It's that you're looking at it as hard when it's yeah. really just you prioritizing things and, and changing, you know, your routine compared to once what was.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the first things you can start doing is just change your wording. Mm-hmm. When you're telling yourself or telling someone else, like, oh, it was just it was really hard to eat healthy. It was really hard to, you know, meal prep or pick the right foods. This is more so just inconvenient because there's a very different feel between hard and inconvenient. Inconvenient. Is you are in control. Hard, you basically are telling yourself that it wasn't really your control. And I think that most often it is within your control. And, and I think here's some examples of things that are like hard, right? Times that are hard are maybe where like you don't feel physically well. I think that can be really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, it can also be inconvenient, but that's more of like you know maybe you're doing something or you're dealing with symptoms, and that that can be very hard. I'm not saying that you shouldn't try to work on those things, but like I think that that is something that's definitely hard. Um, Maybe with the body feels like it's fighting you. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe you know you don't have a good support system around you. All of those things make healthy choices or lifestyle changes very hard. I'm thinking more. I had a really busy weekend and, you know, I just like – I didn't really – it was really hard to get to the grocery store. It was really hard to eat healthy. It was really hard to eat consistently. No, that's really just a little bit more inconvenient to you. That's like it didn't fit your schedule. It didn't fit what you decided to do. And so in turn, you felt like it was hard because that's a lot um, easier to swallow. It's a lot easier to think that it was really hard so that's why I didn't do it versus – I chose not to do it because it was just a big inconvenience to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's been so many times that we have gone to the grocery store early, early on the weekends. because I prefer it. <laughs> it's so much quieter there, right? But I, I think about if someone is not willing to plan ahead and prioritize. Actually, I loved something that I watched yesterday from Emily Frisella. So if you guys don't follow Emily Frisella, she owns the Paper and Plan Co., she also runs multiple businesses between Andy's businesses, her businesses, their media businesses and whatnot. And so she was actually showing um, last night. So we're recording this on a Tuesday. It was Monday night. She said, normally I always on Sunday set aside 30 minutes and I have a micro view and a macro view of my week. So she's you know talking about her planners here, weekly planner, and then a daily planner. She's like, not everybody has to do this. I obviously own this company and so I have these products, but she likes it because it allows her to know every day what she's going into every week what she's going into in terms of the main priorities but then with the daily planner she's able to block things out including when she's training when she's eating how she's going to you know do other projects that she needs to do just around her own house or things like that and you know i think about even just with the trips and the travel right i looked up costco there's no costco where we were staying but there was a costco near the airport was that inconvenient to stop right away Sure. You could look at it that way. Or I looked at it as like, Hey, I'm going to save a bunch of money. I get my staples. We got the cooler that I rented for the Jeep. Awesome. We can take it up. No problem. But most other people, if you're kind of flying by the seat of your pants, you would say, well, it was too hard or there wasn't, you know, this available or things just weren't around me instead of looking at, Hey, what?" can I do to make sure that I have what I need and make this a priority? And sometimes that'll require going out of your way a little bit. Maybe it will require getting up at six o'clock after you've had a concert on Friday night, but you know, the next day you have a ton of stuff to do with your kids or parties or whatever. And so you're getting up earlier than you would like to, which in one way you can classify as hard. It's really not. It's just inconvenient. Yep.
0: Yep. It's inconvenient to have to, again, change your schedule. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, Probably one of the main limiting factors that a lot of people run into is they are in a routine and they don't want to change that routine. You don't want to change when you go to bed so that you don't go to bed earlier so you can actually wake up at a proper time. You don't want to change what your weekends are like. To make the grocery shopping or the meal prepping or planning fit in. You don't want to change what your evenings are like to fit things in. And so you think that they're hard to do. They aren't necessarily hard to do. You have to really evaluate what is your routine and schedule look like. And that's something that personally I, you know, a couple examples. I noticed weekends were very hard, inconvenient. Two, eat well because we didn't have a whole lot of food in the house. I usually would grocery shop on like Sunday mornings. I changed that to now I grocery shop on Saturday mornings so that I have the food in the house for the entire weekend. Because we usually, I plan for the whole week. So I usually only have to grocery shop once a week. Sometimes if I forget things, most of the time I forget things, I have to go back Mm -hmm. like one other time during the week. But I usually only grocery shop once a week. So we have food to last us through Friday at least. And I usually have some things, but it's, you know, mix and match type stuff. So I started planning. I'm going to grocery shop every Saturday morning because one, I don't really like grocery shopping on Sunday. It's super busy. We usually go to church Sunday mornings. So I changed my schedule. Instead of relaxing on Saturday mornings and hanging around the house or doing whatever, we grocery shop. I go with the kids. We usually, you know, I make a thing out of it. We get, Starbucks, or we get, you know, kids get treats or whatever, and we get the food in the house. And it took me changing my routine. When I started the protocol that I'm in right now with my coach, I had to cook a shit ton more. Like I was normally prepping for the week for the most part, putting together my lunches as I needed, making breakfast, you know, whatever I need. And then dinners Nick and I would make together. I have to now cook probably twice as much. So that I have enough vegetables because I'm eating way more vegetables. (laughs) I have to plan a little bit extra because I'm cycling high carb and low carb days. And so it was inconvenient. Yeah. But I changed my schedule. I made sure that I had time to do it. I made sure that at night when we were cooking, I could throw in an extra batch of vegetables while we were cooking dinner or whatever it might be. But again, you have to look at what needs to be done. How do I need to change my current routine and schedule to make it happen? And then guess what? It becomes your new routine.
1: Yeah. And I think this is a great Friday to be talking about this because it's back to school. And you know even already, so we're talking about this on August 1st, I had a call this morning with one of my clients who's a teacher and I talked to her about what are we doing next week to get into a routine prior to school? Because a lot of people will wait until... First day of school, and it's like hit the ground running, but they didn't realize, oh, yeah, I haven't had to be, you know, like preparing my lunches or getting up earlier because I was able to go to the gym later, you know. But all of these things that are a priority and, you know, happen at hours outside of school then need to become a priority even before you hit the ground running back to school. So I think, you know, this is the 18th, we're airing this next week, the kids go back to school the 23rd or whatnot, depending upon where you live get your kids in a routine, get your kids, you know, back on track and on a schedule prior to first day of school, do your grocery shopping routine, get the prep down, get the bedtime routines back into place, remove the electronics, right? Because prioritizing sleep is going to be important if you want that seamless morning routine, even though with toddlers, it's never seamless, but you guys understand what I'm saying here. And, And maybe you aren't a teacher and this is not a season of change for you. I think it's really just important to look at and evaluate what could I be doing differently to make these other things not seem so air quote hard or honestly inconvenient? Because to me what's inconvenient is not having things on hand when I need them. That's inconvenient. If I don't have lunch, I'm kind of hangry. Like I, I get real moody when I'm very, very Um, hot or very, very hangry. Yes.
0: Yes I do. And my husband (laughs) gets very scared of me because I, I get very upset. I get very quiet And then I'm like a ticking time bomb and I need to eat something or I need to, you know, manage. But I will say, he mentioned the other day we were outside and it was like, I think you guys were gone. It was when you were gone this past weekend. It was really hot and humid out. It
1: was way worse in Illinois than it was in Arizona. I think it was. Um,
0: And he was like, you want to move to Florida and deal with this shit? And I was like, honestly, yeah, I'd prefer this because guess what? It's like three, four months of the year. And then the other months it's beautiful and seventies and, you know, in February you're sitting on your porch. Um, but yeah, it's, it is absolutely a decision of your mindset, and I think that you need to start paying attention to how much you say is hard, how much you say in your efforts, in what you're trying to pursue, in what you're you know, trying to put in place is hard, and how often you don't do things because it's hard, and how you just write it off. It was too hard. It was just too hard for me to do, so I just picked an easier route.
1: Yeah. I think what's harder here is to stay in a place that you're uncomfortable. It's harder to be unhappy with how you feel every day, whether that is physically on, you know, the external side of things, like you're not happy with your body composition. It's harder to feel fatigued, to have constipation and bloating and heartburn and acid reflux and you know, maybe all of these symptoms that you might be dealing with right now than it is to change your schedule or change your priorities or change your commitments or change your behaviors, your habits and your routine, that is less hard than staying stuck. And I think this is the problem is that most people, when they're really in a place of, let's call it dramatic symptoms, like you, your symptom burden is really heavy because multiple systems are burdened in the body that it can feel like you are about to scale this mountain and you have no idea how all of this is gonna come together for you because you can't even imagine just waking up a half an hour earlier. And so if you are in that place right now, I would encourage you to start with just one thing. Like what's one thing that you could do today? Is it that you could drink a little bit more water? Is it that you could order a salad instead of the fries? Is it that you could drive to the grocery store and carve out that 45 minutes that it's gonna take to get the fresh fruits and the vegetables and the protein sources in the house, right? Pick one thing. It doesn't have to be this huge event that a lot of people might see on Pinterest or Instagram or TikTok of, you know, I got up and they got their workout done and then they went to grocery shop and then they came home and spent four hours in the kitchen, right? Even if it was that just tonight, you double batched your dinner, like your protein source, Instead of just making enough for one dinner, double batch it, and now you have lunch for tomorrow. Start with these smaller things that are more doable and the more digestible um, it will be for you as you go through maybe multiple changes that you need to make in your life. And then before you know it, if you're consistent, you will wake up and a lot of these things that you classify or deem as hard today, including the symptoms that are really challenging to, to deal with and function with, won't seem as hard.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It is it is that getting over the hump. It's getting over the uncomfortable feeling, the inconvenient feeling to get to a new standard and a new level per se. It's kind of leveling up in a sense. And so a lot of people will stay in a very toxic place, in a very uh, you know sad place, a place that they don't want to be simply because... W- we don't want to go through the discomfort or the inconvenience of change. Like, sit with that. That is, that's heavy. Like, you are, you are staying stuck. You are staying in a place that you're unhappy because you don't want to be inconvenienced. I mean, we could end it right there. It's just, it, you have to really decide how you're perceiving things and how you are viewing things Because it all starts in the mind. You are, you know, (laughs) I was listening to a Jay Shetty podcast who I just really like. He has a very um, soothing voice, very kind voice. He's, I think he's English. Okay. So he has like a very nice accent and he was a monk. So I didn't realize it's about him. He, um, I see him all over the, you know, Instagram and stuff, but he was a monk and basically stopped being a monk And came and like had no job, decided to kind of, you know, start paving his way towards helping people understand their mind better because that's what – there was a research study. It was really interesting. There was a research study they did and most people take about 8 to 12 minutes to get into a meditative state. So like when people start meditating and everyone out there that says the meditating's too hard, probably because you're only doing it for five minutes. You aren't getting there. (laughs) So he said that it takes about – a normal human about eight to 12 minutes to get into a meditative state in terms of like their brain wave function and, you know, stuff. Monks get there immediately. And it's just the ability to tap into this different frame of mind and how all they do. I mean, all monks do basically are meditate, recover, sleep, eat, you know, that's, it's really all they do. But the point I'm trying to get at is that our mind is so much more in control than we think. You can control your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts, your choices, your words, your actions. But that's about all you can control. Mm -hmm. It's, It's a lot. It's a lot to control. And we choose not to control a lot of those things. We choose to instead let moments, let environments, let people control our thoughts, control our emotions, our feelings. Yeah, And so... This is another piece that you we are telling you you are in control of. It's your words. How do you perceive these things? How do you think about these things? And when you only focus on what you can control and stop putting all of your energy toward things that you can't,
1: life can get a whole lot better. A whole lot better. And I think you can always, in the moment, pause and kind of take a step back. We always call it like the mind-body scan. Yep. Pause. What's in my control? what can I do about the situation right now? And how can I just make the best of this and and move forward from there? Because we've (laughs) talked about this before, like the time is going to pass. The time is just going to pass with you blaming external factors, right? Or other people or whatever that is saying it's hard. Or the time is going to pass by you actually doing the hard work. And then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, man, I'm really proud that for example, like 75 hard, right? When we did that last year or like earlier on this year, I mean, I came home like, oh man, I kind of still want to finish, right? The live hard year because you feel so good when you're in it. You're so mentally focused that all of these other little petty things don't even phase you anymore. And so you can always step back even in the moment, like hard conversations with people, you know, sometimes you just excuse yourself, go to the bathroom, reset, come back, finish the conversation if you need to. Like or you can just sit there and get more and more angry and then maybe the conversation doesn't end the way that you want it to, right because no one's controlling their emotions, including the other people. And so in certain seasons and in certain times of your life, if you need to really be doing what we're calling like the, the very hard things, right Remember that if you can step away and you can kind of look almost look at yourself as like a third party and say, okay look, if I could remove all of these emotions and become more neutral here, how can I then create a clearer path for me to go forward? Because it's much easier for somebody on the outside to say, okay, well, what about doing these things differently next time? And then you're like, oh yeah, that clicks for me. Like, yeah, I could order Instacart or yeah, I could, you know, throw in a load of laundry at 5 a.m. before I go out the door to the gym and like I could do all these little things. Maybe we're just not thinking about it or we're not making it a priority and therefore on the other side, we continue to stay stuck and we spin our wheels and we never really get anywhere. So for the purpose of today's conversation, I think it's really important if you feel really overwhelmed with certain things, think about the the one or two tasks that you can do today. And then kind of like Jay Chetty and being a monk and you know, getting into these meditative states, maybe prioritize that. Like if you feel like there's a lot of burden on you and things are really heavy, that's one of the best things that you can do and being in nature, um, but is get into more of a meditative state. Get your central nervous system calm, whether that's lying on the floor and doing deep breathing, you know, or it's using an app doing guided meditation. Whatever you need to do, signal yourself into that calm state. If it's work, again, you're probably not going to be able to lay on the floor at work, but you can go to the bathroom, right? And you can have a few moments to yourself where you're just practicing some deep breathing, maybe doing a little bit of a mind-body scan, a reset, kind of analyzing from a neutral place this is not the most ideal situation. What can I do going forward? And then you have to go and take those actions.